Catholic, nor Christian. He starts a conversation with you, and then the conversation turns to religion. Sooner or later, you say, yes, I am a Catholic. And the conversation turns to Catholic beliefs, what the church teaches and practices. And then you get a response, you really believe that? Or you actually do that? It could be something totally routine, like believing that we ask the Blessed Mother to intercede for us. Suddenly, you find yourself in the role of the local Catholic expert, explaining what it means to be a Catholic. Now, maybe you leave the conversation satisfied, haven't had the opportunity to defend the faith. You leave the conversation questioning and doubting yourself because you are not convinced that the church you see today is exactly the church it ought to be. Either way, it is not all that bad. It proves your faith is still alive. You are still asking questions, hoping for answers. I raise this question because I think in the gospel we heard today, we get a chance to look in on just such a conversation. Perhaps many of us here are asking the same question of God, the question the scribe asked Jesus, which is the first of all the commandments, is basically the question many of us ask ourselves. What do I need to do to be a good person? What do I need to do to be a faithful person? And the response Jesus makes to the scribe and which he makes to each one of us is love God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And if that's not enough, he gives us a second command to love your neighbor as yourself. And we know that sometimes it's so difficult to love our neighbor as ourselves, but yet God gives us the grace to learn to love our neighbors as ourselves. How can we do that? How is it possible for the Jews of Jesus' time as for the Jews of today that the commandment to love God and to love your neighbor as yourself stood at the very foundation of their faith. It defined what it meant to be a Jew. It was what they were to remind themselves when they get up in the morning, when they go to bed at night, and when the end, it was what they were to teach their children. At the root of faith is God's voice calling them to be a people. Hear, O Jerusalem. And then a command about what it means to listen to God, love God, and to love the people you live with no less than you love yourself. Nothing else that you can easily think of 
means more to God than trying to be a doer of the two greatest commandments that he gave us. That is, what it means to be a member of the church. It is a task that may take a lifetime of managing in order to get it right. But how? How do we do this? How is it possible to love God so much who appears not to be present when we are in need of him? How do we begin to love someone else as much as we love ourselves? Or, for some of us, how do we love ourselves enough so that we are able to love someone else? As much as I would like to speak from a great store of personal experiences, I must confess, I am still learning what it means to love God and my neighbor and even myself. I suppose if I did not say something, though, you might leave disappointed. So I will say this. If something has to change from the time of the scribe had that conversation with Jesus and the time today when we might be having the same talk with Jesus through prayer. It is this, as Christians, see that loving God is not just loving the Holy One of Israel as the Jews do, but it is loving Christ, who is God living with us, a human being like us. And for those who believe that it makes all the difference. It means that if you want to know how you can love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, then you need to go further than loving your neighbor and the people you live with as fully as you are able to. To love another person in light of Christian faith is not simply to hold that person in reverence and affection, but it is to love God, to worship God, and though through the love you have for the, per, that person. And if you want to know how you can love your neighbor as yourself, then try and keep trying to love God in your life. For in the end, I believe it is only God who teaches us how to love. Like God love, love is a mysterious thing. When we become doers, caring for a person such as a homeless person, caring for an elderly person in an assisted living home, or a person who is hungry and homeless without expecting anything in return, sacrificing what you desire that someone else may prosper and grow, accepting someone else's sacrifice as a gift to be shared, holding on to your own freedom when you are serving others. That is what Jesus came to show us. 
in his life, death, and resurrection. They are lessons learned through a lifetime with God. Today, as we receive the Eucharist, let us open to what Jesus wants to teach us, to learn from one another what it means to be a community united in love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.